another day, another vlog. Good to have you back home again uh, after a big day yesterday. So it was finished work at six in the morning, uh, flew back to Perth, then got another plane at 1.30 in the afternoon at 1.20, uh, got to Sydney, uh, then went from Sydney to Brisbane, so all up. I got to Brisbane at about 10 o'clock at night, which is about 8 o'clock perf time, so I was roughly 12 hours of flying. <sighs> Long day. Uh, then I had to drive three hours to get home to here, so that was, yeah, I was pretty smashed. So obviously a little bit late today doing stuff. I had a bit of a, a, bit of a sleep in. I'm sure you'll all uh, let me off for that. <laughs> it's the first one of many. I used to do it not as long as this with the extra drive on top, but um, yeah, just with COVID, the flights have changed. I've only got a direct flight, which is only like 20 minutes after we get off the plane in the morning uh, from work. So I just cannot check my luggage in. So it's just a nightmare. So um, at the moment, I've got to do the milk run and go through either Sydney or Melbourne, go across and then back up instead of just direct to Brisbane, which is only a five hour flight instead of the three or four and then another hour and a half up and, and then a stopover as well. So it's a little bit of a pain. But look, we're here, I'm home, I'm happy. Uh, get to see my little buddy, Jack, so that's it's always good. Now, you've seen the stuff up I did because I was half asleep yesterday. I was gonna do a premiere uh, for Friday night for the new video. <laughs> it's finally done. Um, and I'm sure I'll put it in the box when I put it up, but uh, somehow it's gone live anyway. So, <laughs> go check it out. It's the day nine. Day, yeah, day nine, day 10. Day 10, I think. Yeah, day 10 videos up and live. Uh, that's the Bluff Knoll hike. Uh, just, yeah, had a ball shooting it, some fantastic photos in it. Um, I think I had like 48 to choose from that I've sort of picked and picked the best ones out of there that sort of suited the theme of it and chucked them in. Definitely go check it out. Uh, I did a heap of testing, the different stuff I had. The OM4, which, Funnily enough, I had some little bit of dramas when I was, uh, first time I rendered out the video, four of the files from when I run on the OM4 with the Apple phone, um, and it just come back from repairs, so it should have been tickety-boo. Four of the files just would not play, so they'll, they'll play through, but when you stop, the screen would go black. So I don't know what happened there, um, but if just in case you do get that little tip, it's, it's pretty easy on Apple. I just basically open the file straight up to my um, on my desktop, and then I just saved it, exported it as a uh, as a movie file, and it just basically put it into a high quality file anyway. Kept it as 4K, and uh, yeah, then I just put it back into the cut it back to where it was, and then chucked it back in the timeline. Beautiful. So I didn't lose all that footage. So a little top tip. I've had that. Couple, I've had it a few times, not just the iron 4 but just different files where, for whatever reason, it just doesn't work with Premiere Pro. Um, and there was multiple, multiple other files on there that I'd use the iron 4 on um, that have worked no drama. So it was just, just a couple of files, for whatever reason, just maybe corrupted a little bit. Um, but by then exporting them out through Apple, it cleaned them and they were good to go. So yeah, a bit of a saving grace there. So a little top tip if you do get that. So go check that out for us. Um, hit the subscribe and like on that one. Because that was 1,098 metres up I had to climb. It just about killed me. Um, yeah, I was about halfway up, I reckon. Halfway three quarters up. 
and my legs were just trashed. Now you remember I got my backpack, my newer backpack in there, uh, fully loaded with everything. Uh, Albert on the side, the tripod, my three-legged thing, and good 20 kilos plus, plus water and food and jackets and everything like that, um, all in the backpack, because I wanted to be able to do everything and try everything and not miss out on a shot. Um, yeah, just about killed me. And yeah, said three quarters way up, I was like, nah, I'm done, I can't do this anymore, it's too hard. And the ladies that were in front of me, they left exactly the same time, but they're about 500 meters in front. I could still hear them in front, so I knew that they hadn't just gone off and I was just going slow. It was actually hard for everyone, so I, was, I wasn't totally unfit and uh, still able to do the job. So that was good, so very happy with that. So uh, definitely, I think it earns at least a, a thumb up. Go check that video and have a watch. It is a longer one. It's about 29 minutes, I think. Now at the end of that on the way home, because the clouds started rolling in while I was up there and I had to drive all the way back down to, uh, I think we were still in Denmark at that stage. Um, so on the way back down, I had a bit of a choice and I well, finished about lunchtime. So I come back and I went back through Albany because the storm clouds had come in. I went, oh, this might be better. Because remember the other day on the other video, um, I think it was day nine or eight, we did the gap and the natural bridge and it was nice and calm and it was really nice and but I had the family and we didn't have much to, I didn't have much time to sit down and focus a bit. So it was rough this time and I went right out, beautiful, perfect for photos. Let's go, shot down there and I got some fantastic shots. I've got one of the natural bridge, uh, black and white, which is just absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, really, really love that shot. And uh, yeah, I'll talk a bit more about that because that's gonna go into the Natural Landscape Awards that are on. I'll put the link down below so you can go. If you're interested, it's a it's got some big names in there. Adam Gibbs, one of the guys I follow, really good. He won Landscape Photography Year last year um, for a big, big uh, competition. It's a pretty big deal, it's about 5,000 US dollars if you win one of the three categories. Um, it's 40 bucks to enter for six images. Um, go, you need to go through all the criteria. I sat down this afternoon and got all my, my six photos ready to go and the criteria, uh, get them all set up. You need your raw file original, you need a high resolution one, you need a, uh, an inst uh, a JPEG version, no bigger than eight megapixels, um, stuff like that. Uh, you can do 18 images for a hundred bucks if you want to put more in, if you've got a heap there and sort of better your chances, I guess. But I think you'll know your best shots and I know my best shots and I've got, I think, about three or four from Elephant Rocks, funnily enough, uh, that are just mine, to me, just bucket shots for me and I'm just absolutely wrapped. Um, so I've got them in there, so that should be pretty cool. Now, it starts, you can enter from the 1st of June and that closes out on the 1st of September. And then on the 1st of November, they'll announce the winners. So there's $5,000 for Photographer of the Year, Photo of the Year, and uh, what is it, uh, Youth and Youth Photographer of the Year. Uh, if you're a youth entry, um, that's 70% off for your entry fees. So it gives you a chance to put, I guess, to put in the 18 photos. It's only gonna cost you 30 bucks then to put in 18 photos. So that's a pretty good deal for the, for the young photographers coming up. And I think it's good because you probably, you'll get some good feedback on your photos and I guess learn where you stand and what you're up against uh, if you are going to look at becoming a professional and going down that road. 
Now, um, as I said, $5,000 US dollars plus some prizes. Shimoto is one of the main sponsors. Uh, they get some fantastic gear. I've been looking at one of their bags for a while, so I think I'd be just happy if I won the bag. <laughs> I'd be stoked with that. Uh, that'll save me a couple, a few, uh, three or four hundred bucks. Um, so that would be cool. Um, so you've got photographer. Uh, now the prizes are photographer, photo youth, um, and then you've got uh, grand landscape, intimate, uh, abstract, nightscape, and then you've got a project one. So the project is you can put up 10 photos, cost you 30 bucks, uh, but it's got to be a theme. So if you basically, realistically, I probably could have done, could do both. I could do a theme, which would be basically Elephant Rocks, and then do the whole my whole photo shoot from that because it would be pretty close. Or even some stuff like Bluff Knoll, the new video. It's sort of, I guess if you think about it, like, so it's one project or one theme uh, if, you, if you're going on a hike. So you need a bit of a story behind the project one. Uh, but again, you can win a good price for that. So if you don't have one just amazing shot that you think is going to win, but you've got a compilation of great shots and like there's a great story behind it and you can put that all down and, and sell that, uh, that then could give you a chance. Now that, the winner of that gets $1,000 for the project, but that's 1,000 US, that's a lot of cash. That's, you buy a lot of stuff for $1,000 US uh, in Australia. So that's pretty darn cool. That would go a long way to helping out any photographer. Plus of course the exposure, getting your photo out there and all the other benefits that entails. So look, pretty cool little contest. I so said you've got till September, so there's not a super amount of rush, so don't rush into it, but I just wanted to let you know that it is open now um, and get on there early and start prepping to get your shots in because it's a, it's a big, big contest. It's landscape, it's what I'm into, uh, so I'm assuming these guys that follow uh, do enjoy that. Uh, even if you just want to go and see some amazing shots, uh, I guess you can go and link it and then once the shots start going you know, live in September, be able to look at these amazing shots and see all these beautiful photographers you might find a new photographer that you enjoy their work so pretty cool now uh, NBC has well basically you get the olympics coming up and uh, the big media outlets partner with firms some of them already have uh, big partnerships um, i think it's getty images uh, works with sony exclusively it's like a deal it's like a sponsorship if they're nbc's the athlete or the the product uh, and Canon will come in and sponsor them or Canon is going with NBC. What I did find interesting with it though is the fact they're only using 4K uh, spec gear. So 4K cameras, 4K lens, specific 4K uh, lenses, um, especially when you well, we've got all this 8K and 12K and all the craziness that are in parts to get uh, cinema cameras sort of a little bit helpful to know that 4K is still preferably still the best there is at the moment. Like 8K and 12 is amazing, uh, but realistically 4K is what you're watching when you watch those amazing sports and everything happening. Uh, so you probably don't need to worry about 8K and 12K for a fair bit. If the big boys aren't doing it, well then we're obviously not ready to make that jump. So I thought that was pretty interesting, but a big deal for Canon, that's to get a big partnership like NBC, all their images, that's hundreds of millions of people are gonna see uh, the, through the eyes of their gear. Uh, so it's a bit of pressure on them uh, to perform and have quality stuff, but it's also a great opportunity for testing their gear to the nth degree and seeing what they can do and then get that, that those results out to their customers. So it should be pretty cool to see what new stuff they run around with. We're assuming there's gonna be a lot of R5s and 
maybe some R3s of this new camera. I'm assuming that might be part of the deal. Anyway, we'll find out. Now, Olympus, uh, great camera. Unfortunately, micro four thirds. It's the only problem I really have. I didn't want to go back that way. I actually, a couple of times there, thought about just swapping my whole system over to them because of their weatherproofness is just unbeatable. They've got awesome stabilization. They do good video. It's just that micro four third system, and I'm really enjoying the full frame process now. So I guess. I actually still think about it and look at them. I've got it, they send me the emails all the time and I still look at them and go, geez, that camera looks really, really good. They do make a great camera. Um, obviously their financials are not the best, but uh, yeah, they've got a new lens out anyway. So that's the important thing. That's what we're talking about, not about the business. <laughs> um, it's an eight to 25. So that's equivalent of 16 to 50. That's a fantastic range. That's a great zoom lens. Nice and wide, beautiful. It's a pro, so it's an F4 pro, so four all the way through the range. Um, it's a Zuko lens, so yeah, top of the range quality, super sharp, from corner to corner, all those usual features that you do get from the Zuko pro range. Um, it's got an IPX1 rating now. Remember I said a lot of uh, camera companies don't put their water resistance ratings in? Olympus is one of the rare ones that does. They've actually got an IPX1 for this, as long as it's used with a equivalent uh, spec Olympus camera. So we all know they're pretty much waterproof, uh, but it's good to this. Now, the IPX1, I looked that up, in the, it's a European uh, standard, and basically it's droplet, dripping water, uh, constant dripping water onto the lens. You'll have no issues at all. So. That's basically steady rain, is the way I look at it. Steady rain, you put that lens on, it's never gonna fail. So that's that's really good. Um, I would love more camera companies to invest a little bit into telling us a bit more about waterproof or giving us those ratings so we know at least there's a defined standard, not just Canon's old trick of, yeah, it's as good as the old one, which means absolutely squat to someone that never owned the old one. And the old one, when you look up the old one, that says it's as good as the old one. So yeah, crazy. Uh, anyway, now, um, oh, just lost me, just lost me light. Oh my goodness. Hang on, see if we can get it back in. Well, oh, maybe for a little bit longer. Um, Facebook has, oh, no, she's flat. Damn it. <laughs> Hoping you still see me. Uh, Facebook watch is coming in 2022. Amazing. Uh, two cameras on a watch, which is the first I've seen a camera on a watch, and it's gonna have a heart rate monitor. It will have, I'm sure, Facebook locked and loaded in there and will track you, your movements, every shop you go into, and tell the world about it when they sell your data to someone. So look out if you must have a watch. I would suggest not a Facebook watch. <laughs> that would be the last one I would buy. Um, go get yourself either a G-Shock digital or get an Apple Watch. They're the best two. Even a Samsung one, if you're an Android, get a Samsung one. Uh, but that uh, that G-Shock does Android and Apple, so that's the best of both worlds, so you can't beat that. But look, 2022, Facebook's getting in the watch game. Uh, pretty darn crazy. We'll see more about that. Now, WWC today, day three, kicked off a um, little bit of stuff uh, on passwords. So Apple's looking into in the next, by, what is it, 2023, I think, 
couple of years time, no more passwords. So they're trying to work out a system through Keychain to set it up where you will not need a password anymore. Now, um, a great ability of that would be, I would be putting uh, face unlock, they've already got fingerprints on my computer, which is great, but a face unlock on this, where you've got the uh, FaceTime cam, uh, that would be sensational as well. And that would increase your security and maybe you would never need another password. Anytime you sign up, Apple would work it out. And as long as you're the person, you'd have that forever and you'd never have to worry. So that would be cool. Very cool. I hate passwords. I don't, I've got a 16 digit one for my work computer. That changes every not I've got to change every 90 days and trying to remember 16 digits and type them in every time you shut the screen is a nightmare. So now I just don't shut my screen for 12 hours because it's a pain in the butt. Uh, yeah. Anyway, what do you do? Passwords, uh, not much fun for anyone, I'm sure. Okay, okay, I will see you all again tomorrow. Have a great day. Thanks for stopping by wherever you're over from the podcast, Insta, Facebook or YouTube, I do appreciate you stopping by and drop it in to see me. Go get some merch, that would be even cooler. It's winter, get yourself a nice hoodie. Ah, you need it. It's getting a bit of a cold snap coming through the East Coast. It uh, was three degrees when I was driving home last night. Not much fun. <laughs> okay, wherever you're coming this way, that way, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.